Welcome to Training Unleashed, the show that will help you design and deliver training that's off the chain and will make a difference. Now, here's your host, Evan Hackle. Hello, everyone, and get ready for another really exciting edition of Training Unleashed. With me is Stephanie Delfonso, and she is an expert in anxiety. Uh, not giving, by the way, just so we're clear. <laughs> um, and what's going to be really cool about this audience is she has promised me to give everyone solid, actionable advice on how to help people with anxiety. And St Stephanie, my first question to you is, how in the world did you get involved in anxiety? What inspired you? Well, real life. I found myself losing it on a bag of Cheetos. Smash, smash, smash. And like, whoa, I had developed incredible insomnia leading up to this. Went to the doctor, got a prescription. It worked for a short time, and then it stopped. And the doctor helped me see the connection between anxiety and insomnia. I didn't realize I had struggled with it my entire life. So when the medication stopped working, I was like, okay, I've got to figure this out. And I started, this was over 20 years ago, started researching natural holistic approaches to be able to calm anxious feelings, to you know, handle whatever comes my way. Well, that's fantastic. Although I have to tell you, I love Cheetos. I feel bad for the bag. Uh, and, but you know what? I share that. It's definitely not my proudest moment, but I share it, Evan, because you can relate. Like we've all had something where we just snap and it's like, you know, ah, I'm losing it. So I found ways, I have 35 different ways in my book um, that are so simple because when you can simply shift things, right? Instead of, it's all about, I train people to respond instead of react. So we're going to get into these things and tangible things first, but could you just talk for a moment on the impact of anxiety in the workplace? Because the people listening are all in training. So they're, you know, they deal with themselves anxiety, I'm sure, but they see it in the people they work with. And, and even though many of the people listening are not counselors, we end up spending time counseling just because people tend to come to people in the training departments to to vent and, and, and things of that nature. So what is the impact of anxiety in the workplace? Excellent question. And it is, unfortunately, it's mind blowing. There was a Gallup study uh, that was done in 2018, and it just was released maybe a month and a half ago. And it showed that Americans are among the most stressed in the world. This Gallup poll was done worldwide, and it showed that Americans, 55% of Americans said that they experienced a lot of stress the day before. 45% experienced a lot of anger the day before. It's, you know, anger, stress, worry. It's absolutely at crisis levels. And um, in a lot of corporations, you know, I see it. I see this woman in my yoga class who comes in, and she's like this, because they're asking her to do more and more and more and in the same amount of hours. So we're seeing people getting even more stressed and then we react. And when we react, we're less productive. So it's kind of like a dog chasing its tail. Yeah. And this is, this is I think, a very important distinction. It is not the singular person. It's a ripple. So yeah. if someone is stressed, 
whether it's work-related or something you're bringing from home, um, that impacts the attitude, feeling, and energy of every person around them. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting that you say that because um, one of the things I love to talk about is that people think they have a work life and a personal life. You only have one. So if you're having stress over here, you're having stress over here too. It's not, you don't just, you know, leave the office and leave all of that behind. Yeah. So let's talk about that life balance for just a second. How do you, I mean, obviously what you said rings true to me. How do you recommend for our listeners how they can, you know, let's just say, just let's not talk about others. We'll go to others next. But just tips for people themselves on reducing stress themselves and, and how to try as they can to not bring stress from work to home and home to work. Well, and you just made a really good point, Evan, because we, uh, as a mom, you know, I always wanted to take care of my kids first. And so if we have any parents with young kids listening or watching, please take care of yourself first. You know, there's a reason on the airplanes they say, if the oxygen mask comes down, put yours on first and then help others. So, you know, we want to try and fix other people and we really need to start here, right? And if somebody said, if I said, all right, the key to this, to being able to say goodbye anxiety, hello freedom, the key is 20 minutes of meditation in the morning, 20 minutes at night, people would shut the recording off right now because you can't go from not doing any kind of self-care to uh, for 20 minutes, right? It's not sustainable. So my no, whole approach- Honestly, this is, this is absolute truth. When you said 20 minutes, I'm going, I can't meditate for five. And, right. And you know, I'm like- Right. I'm really happy to say that's not what you're really talking about. But right, no, because you need to chunk it down. The the key, the key that I have found and that I've shared with you know thousands of clients is to take small actionable steps. We have there's this fabulous Viktor Frankl quote: uh, between stimulus and response, there's a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. To choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. So we can't, I think we'd agree, we can't control what happens around us, right? Stuff happens. We as human beings have trained ourselves to react, react, react. And that's not where we're in our power. So when we take that little space and we can start choosing a response, in a new healthy way, then we build up those new healthy habits. So that's the key. But like any habit, it takes practice. You know, I'm not going to say, oh, you know, do these techniques once and like you'll never be stressed again. I still have stress and anxious feelings in my life. I know how to deal with them though. I know how to, oh, I can respond and do this instead. So what's, what are some of those baby steps? Simple, like simple shifts are what create lasting change. You can take a tennis ball. Most people don't have a tennis ball and pass it back and forth, back and forth. You don't have a tennis ball. You can take a water bottle, do the same thing. If you have nothing but yourself, take your hands, put them in front of you uh, in the midline of your body and go from one side. There you go, Evan. Great. Okay. So what the heck is this about? For our listeners, I'm moving my phone back and forth. We all have phones. Right. Just be careful you don't drop it. Or just use your hands and go back and forth, 
crossing the midline of the body. And what that is doing, it's balancing both the left side and the right side of the brain. And so really? how simple is that? Right? Wow. You can teach you can teach that to little kids. You know, if you have young kids and they're stressed, just say, ah, let's play a game and toss the hands back and forth from one side to the other and watch as the kid starts to calm down or do it for yourself and feel how it starts to calm down. That's cool. Yeah. Another tip? And, We're on a roll. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. So, smile. Yeah. It's like that fake it till you make it. You think, ah, well, you know, I don't know. It actually, like, even if you just are not feeling it at all, you smile and it starts sending all the happy hormones through your body, the serotonin, the dopamine. Um, and uh, the same thing with gratitude. Literally, you know, there are medications to create the serotonin and the uh, dopamine in your body, but gratitude triggers both. So does smiling. Um, Someone who I just shared that with recently is like, oh, I can't believe I smile and I feel so much better. So again, you can be in the grumpiest mood of all. And if you are going, passing somebody in the office and uh, you're like this, or if you just smile at them, it's, you know, if it's somebody who really gets under your skin and you smile at them, they're going to have a hard time not smiling back at you. So again, now it's taking it from just ourselves to oh, okay, we can simply affect others with a simple smile. I'm always smiling at people, especially like if I see somebody who's really grumpy, I kind of zero in on them and just, hi, how are you? They teach people who are on the phone to smile. Yeah. But you can hear the smile. And, yes, you can. And it makes, a, it, it, make, it makes a big difference. But I love your gratitude thing, and I'll just share with you a habit I have. Every day, minimum one, but I try to do two or three people to take a moment and give them true gratitude and appreciation. So last night I was out to dinner and I had a very good, very young, I'd say 18, 19 year old waitress. And she smiled. She was friendly. She had great tone. And you could see that there was literally joy in her service. You know, some people serve off busy, boom, drop it up, pop, 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 pop. You could just say, oh, she says, I got you your broccoli. And she, you know, and just really amazing. And I, after dinner, I pulled her aside and I just said, you have a talent. And I just want you to know, this is what I noticed in you and how it impacted me. And she's beaming. I'm beaming. Right. Um, I, I love gratitude sharing. So I think it's Okay, so great. I love that about you, Evan. I am so excited because I definitely will connect you with Bob Burr because you are a go-giver. And what you just said, it was so simple, right? But that ripple effect of this young 18 or 19-year-old, you know, you made her really feel good. You weren't saying, oh, you know, you've got great earrings or, you know, yeah. like you were complimenting the core of who she is. Yeah. And that, and that to me is, is, is the key. I want to share with you a real life story literally happened yesterday. Okay. Okay. And so I'm hearing your stuff and I liking your stuff about ourselves, but then the question is how do we deal with others under stress? So a, a coworker of mine was doing a, an interview. Uh, it was a zoom interview. So you could see, and this person was the CEO of the client. So we're, uh, you know, this isn't really a coworker issue. It's more a client issue. 
but the CEO of the client that we are serving. And all of a sudden, she starts crying nonstop and starts telling her how she's not sure she can do her job, whether they need to bring in somebody else, in the stress, the pressure is way too much. And my coworker said that she tried calming her down for about 15 minutes with no success. And then eventually they ended the call and she was still crying. I called her four hours later just to check in. And literally the minute she started talking to me, she started crying. Yep. Um, Now, I can assure you, we didn't ask her questions that would make her cry. She, it, this just came up from her genuine fear about whether or not she was past where she could handle. Mm-hmm. Um, so how would you handle that? What would you well, recommend? First of, all, first of all, it's really tough. When somebody's gone that far down the rabbit hole, it's very tough to try and bring them back. Um, one of the things you can do is uh, it's called pacing and leading. So, um, I would imagine that the the person who was with her on that first experience yeah. went into a bit of you know uh, tension on her own because like oh my holy moly how do oh, I yeah, handle no this? Doubt. So that the first thing is to check yourself, and I <clears throat> I share so many different breathing techniques because our breath is always with us, and when we breathe, when we focus on our breath. We're in the present moment. And so uh, in that situation, first check yourself and make sure that you're coming from a calm place. And then I would just have her, okay, can we just take, take a couple of breaths together? Think I'm breathing in. I'm breathing out. I'm breathing in. I'm breathing out. And do that for a few moments, and it will at least take some of the edge off for her. Um, because again, when somebody's that far down the rabbit hole, it's really it's it's really hard to try and bring them to a calm place. But if you can, again, I talk about these simple shifts because I look at it as we take an edge off here, we take an edge off here, and by taking those edges off on a regular basis, so you know. In, in that situation where she's so extreme, check yourself first. And then um, if I do that with you now, Evan, think I'm breathing in, I'm breathing out. I'm breathing in, I'm breathing out. I'm breathing in, I'm breathing out. It's calming, isn't it? It's absolutely calming. And people tend to mirror people. Yes. So if you start to take deep breaths and you start to relax, it would be contagious. Yes. To see that. Yeah. And again, it's not going to take somebody who's, who's on the edge. It's not going to totally bring her back. But if it can help her to calm down a little bit, then, <clears throat> then there's an opening to say, okay, maybe we can go down this path over here instead. We're so glad you're listening to this episode of Training Unleashed, brought to you by Tortal Training. The difference between Tortal Training and other online training companies is we're primarily a training company with technology rather than a technology company that does training. Want to find out more? Just go to Tortal.net. That's T-O-R-T-A-L, Tortal.net. I'll just share with you an insight, and you can can validate it, or you could say I'm not right. 
either one is fine because I, I'm a lifelong learner. So one of the reasons I love doing this podcast is because I learn every episode. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so it, it's wonderful. But the, the one thing I really try hard not to do when people are upset is validate their upsetness. I try to empathize, feel badly you feel this way. I can understand why you're emotional, but I don't say, well, you're right that, you know, you know, and, you know, this case is very interesting because this is very self-respect, you know, self-introspective. Uh, but, you know, a lot of times it has to do with other people. I don't want to get in the situation where I'm agreeing with them that what was wrong is in fact something worth being uh, something that they that is wrong i'm agreeing that they're right to have their emotions right empathizing with them but i don't want to go into validating it because then i think i'm i'm one that i guess the point i'm making is this is not that they're right or wrong but our tendency is whether they're right or wrong is to validate their pain Mm -hmm. and when they are in fact wrong then I'm making it worse. And yeah, so, yeah. And, and, and if you are saying, oh, you're right, they're wrong, blah, 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 where's the productivity in that, yeah. right? But when you can empathize and allow somebody to uh, feel that their feelings are valid, you know, that takes you down a whole different path. And, and then you can find a way to make something productive from that. Yeah. And I, I think the greatest gift anybody can give another person is the truth. And it is the gift least given that we go and we appease. We, we go for momentary happiness over long-term genu- genuineness. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and I think, I think that's personally, I think that's a mistake. Uh, well, I, I think you're right. I think that um, it's least given. I also think that a lot of people don't want to hear it. Yeah. Okay. I've got, Another question for you. Um, you're in the workplace and you can see someone is very stressed, but they aren't coming to you. So it's not like they're saying, hey, I'm stressed. And I know we have people here who are in the HR department where people do come and say, hey, I'm stressed, which, by the way, is great because I think when they say that, then it's easy to, to dig in and ask why and, and, and help them. But a lot of times people, you can see they're stressed, but they're not saying they're stressed. How do you help that person? It's tough. Um, the first thing I would say is to model that, um, you know, model doing this. Yeah. What are you doing? Oh, it's just a real simple uh, I'm sorry for those who were on, uh, on camera, but for those who are not, I'm doing the, the hands going from one side to the other again. Um, what, what are you doing, Steph? Oh, I'm doing this really simple technique to calm myself down. Uh, so part of it, that's where we, you know, I always say, you know, we need to start with ourselves and model that. But if somebody's really stressed and you go up to them and say, hey, you look really stressed. Do you want to do this technique with me? You're gonna, they're going to shut down immediately. Um, so it's modeling it and then seeing if there are opportunities uh, to, you know, 
introduce it to them, you know, but not only if there's like the doors open a little bit, because again, if somebody's really stressed and you approach them on that, they're going to snap because they don't want to hear it, right? Um, another thing, do not ever say, oh, just stop it. Just calm down. Um, my husband used to do that to me years yeah. ago. And like he didn't, he, had, he understands now. But when you tell somebody, oh, just calm down, it doesn't help, right? Because you don't know how to calm down. So, you know, another way uh, would be if you're in a leadership position in a, a corporation, um, implement some of these strategies that I'm sharing where you know, mindful uh, uh, companies that bring in mindfulness training and, you know, well-being stuff, stuff like this, they have more productive and happier employees. So by bringing in someone uh, or even, you know, if you don't want to bring someone in, if you just start implementing, if you have your HR department, implement some of these strategies. Hey, you know, um, once, once an hour, get up and walk away from your computer for five minutes, right? Something that simple, that is breaking the state, right? So if you see someone else who is really stressed, you know, hey, you want to come get a cup of coffee with me? Just to break that state. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I could talk to you probably forever. Um, <laughs> But we need to be somewhat respectful of the time of our of our listeners. You've got a great offer, which I'm going to get to. But before I get to that, you're a speaker, you're an author, you're a coach. Um, maybe just tell us a little bit. I, mean, I know you've got a website. Share your website and what you do so people that maybe are interested would, would better understand how you could be of service. Fantastic. Thank you. It's my name, stephaniedalfonso.com. Hopefully you'll put that in the show notes, Evan. Like, how do you spell Delfonso? It will be in the show notes, but a lot of people listen like on iTunes and things that don't necessarily get the show notes. To get okay. the show notes, you go to trainingunleash.net. The show notes are there. The show notes are also at C-Suite. I think iHeart has them, but anyhow, please. Uh, okay. Why don't you spell the, the, the Delfonso? Uh, so Stephanie Delfonso, D-A-L-F like Frank, O-N, Z like zebra, O, dot com. And I work with people. It's, it's not like therapy because um, Albert Einstein said years ago, you know, you can't solve a problem at the same level of consciousness that created it. So in talking about the problem over and over and over again. It's like what you were saying about not wanting to, um, you know, okay, you're right to feel angry at so-and-so, right? You're, you're up here in the conscious mind. The work that I do is at the subconscious level because we have things um, from the past that are still affecting us now. I, my oldest client so far was 82 years old who came wow. to me when I had my hypnosis practice for irritable bowel syndrome. And at 82 years old, she was saying, I don't want to live like this anymore. And it stemmed back to early childhood. And so we healed that. And then, you know, I got an email from her. She was a very devout Catholic and she would read uh, at the masses in the morning. And I got an email from her saying, I, made, I knew I made a mistake. And for the first time in my life, it was okay. 
So there's things like we don't know on a conscious level, you know, we can say, okay, I experienced this. Um, there's the adverse childhood experiences study, and I won't, I'll take up too much time to talk about that. But if people are interested, just Google adverse childhood experiences study. And they proved that things that happen in childhood affect us with our emotional and physical health as adults. So I do a lot of the work to take care of that, to heal that. But it's not enough to just talk about it in the conscious mind because it's not going to change. I so totally agree with you. Thank you. Totally agree with you. We repeat our childhood over and over, and we all have these thoughts that are limiting beliefs. And if yeah. we can release them, we release, we release immense positivity, immense energy. You feel more energized. Uh, it's, it's, it's a gift. It's well, a gift. That's, why, that's why I got the download for the title of my book, Goodbye Anxiety, Hello Freedom. And that's truly what we're all looking for. We all want to feel free in our lives, not held back by our limiting beliefs and our um, uncontrollable stress and anxiety. So there are three ways for people to get a hold of you or you utilize you. One, they could read your book. Mm -hmm. Two, they could go to your website and contact you for coaching. Or three, they could engage you as a speaker for their organization. Yes. I got that right. Yes. I, and I love that because I'm a teacher at heart, Evan. I, I love to get in and teach these techniques to people, teach them that by doing these on a daily basis, this is what I really like. If one thing for a takeaway from this conversation is wherever you are in your stress levels and stress journey, just start today with simple, actionable steps. I, I love the start today because- Thanks. You know, there's so many times I'm going to start tomorrow. I'm going to get back in shape tomorrow. Or Monday. Tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Or Monday. Right. Um, you know, you, you stole my thunder because my last question is always, what's your one thing? And you just gave your one thing. But I'm sorry. I'm sorry I, to steal your thunder. I, I think everybody here would love to know what your free offer is. Okay, it's five of the 35 techniques from my book. And you can get them at the number five easywaystocalmanxiety.com. Ooh, number five. The number literally, not spelled out five. Right, the number five. Yeah. Excellent. So you get five, five great tips for free. Excellent. Thank you for that. You know, it's, in, it's interesting you use the number five because I, I'm going to share a, a tip for work, workplace happiness. Uh, and from a managerial point of view, and that is five to one positive noticing for every one constructive. So Ooh, I love that. So as a manager of people, uh, people tend to look and talk to people only when they've made a mistake. So when you catch people doing things right, they actually like to talk to you. If your manager only catches you making mistakes, every time you see them, you anchor like a negative thought, you know, your shoulders go down. Oh my God, what did I do now? Exactly. But if you're, if the person or the people you're managing, and I would say, by the way, this is the people you manage, the people you work with, your customers, everybody is if you spend time noticing what they do well, and you point it out to them at the time you have suggestions, they are very receptive to listening because they know how much you care 
and they know how valuable you are as a person. I love that, Evan. That's great. Well, thank you very much. And I love everything about your presentation and your energy. People not watching us in video, that literally you radiate positive energy. Thank literally. you. And, thank uh, you. And I can, I, I can, I say I almost feel it. I do feel it. Good. Um, thank you. So, um, you know, it's, uh, been a, it's been a great interview. Thank you very much for being on our show. Thank you, Evan. Have a great day. You too. This has been Training Unleashed, but it doesn't stop here. Just go to trainingunleashed.net to subscribe to the show. That way, you'll never miss an episode, and you'll be well on your way to delivering training programs that are off the chain. We'll talk to you next time on Training Unleashed. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.